podcast tim graves and i have paul monahan here again a little um i have a conversation with paul tay about our learned attitude of in different schools our mental game slash on course we call them a million different things so <laughs> schools but um, um it's it's interesting because um it's by far i mean we you know we do three day schools five day schools one day schools obviously um we have alumni camps um we have then todd and i especially schools we have short game schools we have um um, bio schools, biomechanics schools, and we obviously have mental game, you know, the learned attitude of different schools. And it's between that and the short game school, obviously, are by far my favorite schools to do. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I want to just talk, I want to talk to everybody at their day and tell some stories about these short games, about the sure. AAI schools we do mm-hmm. and um, how important they are and um, why I want to really promote them. We only do a couple a year. That's usually because of your schedule more than, than us. I mean, we'd get you in more <laughs> if we could, but um, we know we have a couple yeah. a year because, you know, we're trying to match up our schedules and, you know, and, and so on. But um, first of all, let's talk a little bit about the format of the school. And I want, first of all, thank you for being here on the podcast. But, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Too. Let's talk a little bit about the format of the school and, and why we started them. And then maybe a little bit about um, what we've seen at the schools, you know, because we've seen tons and tons of success. In fact, there's no doubt about it. Um, short of a short game school for me, it's the number one emails I get at the school about how amazing they are. I mean, like, I cannot believe that, you know, I, we saw that, you know, I got that for two or three days. You know, I cannot believe that, that I, I was missing that before. I can't believe, you know, where I can go now with my game. And so, um, but you know, we, um, we started yeah. probably about maybe nine, 10 years ago. It's been quite a while, hasn't it? I mean, it's, it's. So not quite that okay. long. I was just thinking about this. Okay. Do you know, it, it was eight years ago okay. today. What? Yeah. Eight years ago today okay. that we sat in. We sat at Outback, you Jesus. and Todd and I had dinner at Outback and started sort of talking about these things. How do you remember that? Well, I, well because, <laughs> yeah, I, I came across something not okay. too long ago. I'm like, holy cow. So, okay. and I was thinking about this trip and right. that, you know, that I'm on right now here mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. And I'm like, wow, January 29th of that's, that's 2016, that's, eight that's years ago. nuts. We, ha- we had this meeting starting to talk about, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I think you're making this up. Okay. I am not. I will show you. I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Um, and, you and you could, okay. So, I could. Okay, I okay. definitely could. So, um, what's the question? <laughs> so, so why, why did we start doing it? What, oh, yeah. Why what was the reason? Because yeah. here's the deal. You know, and I've talked about this all the time. You know, in fact, the previous podcast, we talked about this, but. You know, Todd and I have been teaching the same thing for 25, it seems like a hundred years now. Okay. But for years and years and years, the same model, the single plane Mo Norman model, you know, and it's interesting, you know, we come up with new training tools every year. We come up with new, you know, new ways to present it to our guys every year, but it's been the same model. The model hasn't changed. And literally Todd and I very quickly after working on this for just a couple of years was like, we're not working with their physical part. We're with their mental part. You know, it's, it's not yeah. about, can they physically get this? Cause it's not hard. It's in fact, the, the swing is actually, let's just be honest compared to other swings out there is very, very simple. Okay. I mean, you're a single playing golfer, so you realize yep. this, right. but it's getting between their ears. And so, you know, and when we met you and we met you, it's been over 10 years ago, we met you, but it's been a while we met you, but we, you, we knew I you. could also, <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly <laughs> We got in the arena of, okay, let's get some mental game coach or some mental game help with these guys. Right. And um, it was interesting because originally we had Ron Crookshank in here and Ron Crookshank was on. Ron's writings are right. still sort of out there and, oh, they out are, there yeah. and they're tremendous. I mean, Ron, Ron actually, <clears throat> Ron was actually a big single playing golfer. He actually yeah. did a lot. He interviewed Mo many times. In fact, um, when you look at a couple of the interviews that are on that, that we've recorded that have been published, Ron's interviewing Mo. And so, you know, and Ron was oh, worked with many PGA, oh, LPGA professionals yeah. and, and athletic and Olympic guys. And so on. Um, but then Ron kind of, he kind of faded away. He went on and kind of did his own thing. Yep. And, you know, and so, and then you came into the picture and it was really cool. Cause it was kind of like the modern day, I say modern day Ron, but it was, <laughs> you came into this with a, not as a different perspective, but it was definitely a single plane working for our demographic perspective, you know, yeah, in, in, for sure. in this. Yeah. And, um, and I'll give you kudos that, it's interesting, but a lot of guys that come to our AAI schools actually work with you personally after the school. I mean, they actually, am mm-hmm. I right? I mean, they actually will, will work with you after the school. That to, is true. And to help the professions or so on. But let's yep. talk a little about the school. What, yep. Let's talk about it itself. I mean, I'm, yep. I want you to, what do you, when we do a school, I mean, and honestly, I'll tell everybody this, Paul runs the schools, I'm there helping them. I mean, I'm, I'm, I love being the helper for Paul, but 
So let's talk a little bit. Walk through the school. Yep. Um, like what, what do you like to, what, what do you, what is a student? What do you try to get a student to get out of the school? Does, sure. that, does that make sense? Yeah, like for sure. if somebody comes and sees us for three days, okay. And they're really yeah. coming to see you. Um, what do you, what's your basis? Like what, what do you want that student to get when he's walking out of that school or, or what, what, what's the expectation you see in that? Yeah. Well, so, and I'll start by the way um, and talk about the evolution first, yeah, okay. right? Okay. So, cause I, yeah. yeah, now I remember the first question, okay. here, here <laughs> we right? go. Yeah. So, but the evolution was, <laughs> That, that uh, after doing some work with you and, uh-huh. and some of the in, of your instruction staff here in, um, and then um, it was early 2016, 2017 mm-hmm. said, Hey, what if you came out to one of our five day alumni camps and, you know, spent some time, why don't right. you come out and, you know, and we, what we began to craft at that point That's was, right. Hey, if Paul came out and right. did an hour a day yeah. at, at the, right at the alumni five day camp, alumni yeah. camps, what would that look and feel like? And would it matter? Or it was, yeah. It, Cause it, I remember that. Cause they didn't want to see Todd and me anymore. <laughs> yeah. no, we literally, no, we literally brought you in for an hour and like the talk in the morning or during the day. Right. And said, okay, let's do a little mental game work during this. And the guys absolutely loved it. Yeah. They yeah. were ready for that. Oh, for yeah. sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and so, and that, you know, like a lot of things in life and so mm-hmm. forth and in work and business, everyone's mm-hmm. experienced this. It, it evolved, right? right? It evolved right. into, okay, now mm-hmm. I'm, um, 2017, 2018, I start writing a lot mm-hmm. more, right? So every month I'm dropping one or two reflections, right. you know, and, um, and then it's like, Hey, wait a second. What if we did a separate school? You know, right. what would that look and feel like? So it was 2019, we did our first school and it was a kind of a pilot and, right. you know, we got a dozen folks to come and join us and, you know, we were off and running at that point. Right. So it was the first one in Chicago. So it was, it was yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Right landing. Yeah. See, I remember that. So yeah, very good. Yeah. Very I do good. so many of these. I think our first two were, was in, were in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. So, but but, then, um, partly because they have a, such a perfect facility, oh, right? That, we're building that now. <laughs> I, know, I love that. I love that. That's so awesome. Yeah. So yep. awesome. Um, so, all right. So the school itself, okay, then, yeah. right? Yeah. What are we trying? Okay. So if I really think about, you know, my mission intent, right? Mm-hmm. Where I think about end state, hey, at mm-hmm. the end of the session, what are people coming away right. with? You know, it's m- more than anything. I want, there's two things. One is I want them to have some tools that they can work on, that they can use and implement and have so that they can build their mental game. Right. And number two, I want them to have this, um, have a, a sense of, or a lot more context and perspective that they can bring to their game, right? right. Building context and context and perspective so that things like expectations, for example, you know, don't ruin their day. Right. Those are, so, those are the big So ones. kind of walk, I mean, you know, we've tweaked the agendas a hundred times, but I mean, we, it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. much, honest, yeah. let's be honest, it's kind of almost the same format. We went from a two day to three day. Mm-hmm. We needed more time, but kind of walk people through like the format of a school, like what, because it's, it's, it's unique. It's not like you're sitting there just pounding balls. You're out there, you know, walk, kind of walk through the format of this for like what you, what you do, because it's very unique. I'm kind of, so if mm-hmm. no, obviously 90% of the people out there or more haven't been to an AI school. So kind right. of walk through the format of what, if they came, what they'd expect to see at a school. For sure. Well, yeah, I like that you said, um, you know, we're definitely not pounding balls. We're not spending a lot of time on the range. One of the things that's unique about the school is we're not, we're, it's, we're almost not even at all talking about swing mechanics. I I would say sometimes it comes in. Freaks people out. It does. It really freaks people out. Because everyone wants to know, hey, you know, can you look at my position too, you know, and we're not about, it's not about that. It really isn't right. There's other there's another time and another right, place right, for right. that. We're not doing that. We're doing something very different, right? right. So that's number one. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, we're really, um, we're doing a lot of things that are uh, in sort of the play realm, right? right? Where we're gamifying and yep. we're putting them into these, into these, what we call high pressure, low stakes scenarios right. so that they can feel what it's like without the, um, you know, but the potential downfall, right? right? So that they can start to build those, those skills of right. playing well when it, when the quote unquote means a lot. Right. Right. And so, um, so there's a mix of those experiences plus we're giving them some framework. Right. Right. Um, so one of the, one of the big ideas when you come to an AI school is that you under, you'll, you'll learn that systems are unbelievably important to playing well in the course. Right. 
And so we're going to put systems in front of them, um, whether it's, okay, how do you pregame? Right. right? You know, right. there's a great. Well, we, we do a lot of like, <clears throat> we will work on pre-shot routines. It's interesting. One, one of the yeah. big things we've created in the school, or I say we created, it's not great, but we go over in the school is a, a pre-shot, in-shot, post-shot routine, which is very interesting because it freaks people when we talk about a post-shot routine. We call yeah. it the, the, you know, the, the red zone, green zone, gray zone. I mean, you named it the gray zone. It's, it's the thinking zone after. In fact, we literally have our students come up there and they get behind the golf ball. So they're out to think about it, you're on the range right now. They got a golf ball in front of you. Yeah. You get behind the golf ball and you do your pre-shot routine. Take just a couple seconds. You get up over the shot. You hit your shot. That's your in-shot routine. What are you thinking about? And then as the ball's flying, you got the post-shot routine. What are you thinking about after the, after the swing? And it's yeah. kind of interesting. It's, it's, well, first of all, when you first see the people, the way react at first, it kind of, it's pretty typical, but then you start building those different procedures and different systems, as you say, and right. I, I love that. And, yeah. it, and it, it definitely puts a different mindset. Am I right? I mean, it's different. hundred percent. I mean, I it, mean, I, you know, I've, I've gone out and I've, as you know, you know, I've gone out into the world and, right. and studied this, right. Oh, yeah, and a worked lot. with, <laughs> with people in the golf right. community who right. this is all they spend their time doing. Right. right? Some really well-known people. And, um, you know, I bring a lot of that back to mm-hmm. what we're doing in the AI school and, and the one, you know, the one, um, maxim that I, I love and you hear this from time to time is that, you know, you can, you can make it to the PGA tour with a good swing. Right. I mean, and I'll, let's just say a great swing. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Cause you need a great swing. Right. right. Um, and some pretty good putting, right. right. You can make it to the PGA tour. Right. You can't stay on the PGA tour. If you don't have a good gray zone or memory box, 100%. if you are internalizing the outcomes 100%. of your shots in detrimental ways, you cannot, you will not make it. Hundred percent. So we we kind of that's one of the keys. You know, we can we can talk a couple of the stories, but you know, it, the one that we talk about a lot is in. I bring this up a lot in the school, and and you're obviously a big advocate of this, but you know, it's a lot of, talk about a lot of subconscious. You know, the subconscious in school and how the subconscious plays a big role. Conscious mm-hmm. thought creating subconscious movement and so on. And, um, you know, the post-shot routine, which is what immediately happens after the shot. And mm-hmm. I always talk about this, you know, how do you react to it? Because good players let poor shots go. They just, they happen to, who cares? I mean, yeah. they, they'll get upset about it for a second, but it's, it happened. It, it will happen. I don't like it, but it's over. When they have a good shot, they'll celebrate it. I mean, if it's a really good shot, they'll do major league celebration. I mean, and you see this on TV. Yeah. Average to poor players do the opposite. They, they will literally, on a poor shot, they will, I won't say celebrate it, they'll react so much stronger to a poor shot than they will a good shot. And you see this, you know, I always sit there and you, see, you know, some guy hits a great shot on the golf course and turns to his partners, you know, blind squirrel finds a nut every so often. You know, I got lucky on that one. You know, I won't do that again today. Totally downplaying <laughs> oh, their, their, it's like their achievement. It's yeah. like, I mean, you know how many pro-ams are playing and they hit a yeah. great shot and I'm, I'm the pro sitting there going, that was unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I'll take <laughs> yes. that shot all day and like, oh, that was a pure accident. You won't see that happen again. You know, but I might do, might do that for the next year. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you know. I know. And it's, you it's know, and, you know, it's like, it's literally like they're, they're, I'm not saying they're embarrassed from it, but like, and then they hit a bad shot and they're slinging the club to the left or slamming it into the ground or, or cussing storm. And we talk about how if you have a stronger reaction to a poor shot, your subconscious will feed off that, will actually crave that. You know, and, it's, and that's not just yeah. us, right? This, this is, <clears throat> and this is a lot of people <clears throat> discussing this, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, this is a well-known right. psychological fundamental. And it's, you know, people in the brain space, you know, discovered this years ago. And, right. you know, it's, it's, it's a bias that our brain brings to our experiences that is a function of keeping us alive and right. making, you know, so that we can survive. Right. Because the brain is, lo- it's, brain's not looking for the great stuff. Right. The brain is looking for the threats. Right. Right. And so that's one of the reasons why we, we can have such a strong reaction. That's one of the reasons why in order to overcome that, Mm -hmm. in order to overcome our, our, our biological, our, 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 like our internal structure in our brain. Right. In order to overcome that, we have to really be intense about the good stuff. Right. 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 And really emotionalize. In, In the school, we have what's called a yippee skippy drill. Oh, and yeah. we laugh about this and, is Jim's and, favorite and it's one of my favorite oh yeah, yeah. it's by far it's just it's just yeah. a, I mean this is for three days we're doing this for just a very small part of one day but we literally get the guys and gals in the range and we have them hit shots one at a time yeah. we do a pre-shot in-shot post-shot routine and when they hit a good shot they have to do a little circle with the club above their head and yell yippee skippy okay 
And right. right? Absolutely. And, and it's so funny mm. how many guys won't do it at first, especially it's the guy who's got his arms crossed in the classroom, that rough yeah. guy, the one that can't act, act like he's in front of the golf course. I mean, acting like you're in front of the golf course is a crime. And, and, I know, so, I know. and, yeah, yeah. and he literally, it's like, you're just bending metal trying to get do this. <laughs> Am I right? Yes, I mean, and, yes, and, and, me and, you, and we know nice. by the time we start doing this drill, who's going to have a hard time doing it. And then all of a sudden we'll break them in and they'll start doing it. And you'll get some of the guys are doing it immediately, but then you break them in. Right. And they start doing it. And then yeah. all of a sudden what happens every single time, what happens? They're yippee skip. Good shot. Good shot. Good shot. Yeah. Good shot. And it's like, they're embarrassed. Like they're, it's like also another good shot. And they look at me like, you gotta be kidding me. Like I do another yippee skippy. They uh-huh. can do it. And then they give them the next shot. Like you gotta be kidding me. I gotta do it again. Oh, it's like, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. Cause they slip. You're saying they kind of slip back into. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you're right. and all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. and then you watch the guy who normally gets over a shot and he's got this worse attitude and his, his, this frown in his face and he's all tensed up and he starts giggling over the shot before he hits it because he knows if he hits a good shot, he's going to do yippee skippy. So what happens? He loosens up. Yeah. He starts hitting good shot after good shot after good shot. And all of a sudden you see one after another, after another. Yeah. And so what we've done to this guy is we've loosened him up out there. Give him have, he's all of a sudden experienced having a good time. I mean, remember you see it's yeah, happens. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and they look at you like what's going on here. And we're like going, you have set yourself up in such a bad position with a subconscious expecting something bad or craving something bad. We're not letting that happen right now. We're just going to have fun out here. And, and now when, when they're all doing it, it's crazy. And then they sit there and the first thing they turn to you, go, well, I wouldn't do this in the golf course. I'm like, yeah, he wouldn't. But you can do something internally. Pump the fist. You know, put your hand up in the air. Say something to yourself. Yeah. Am I right? Right. 100%. That, that what, and pros will do it all out. I mean, they're not embarrassed. Tiger Woods will pump his fist around the whole world. I mean, you know, and he doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, he'll throw, throw his hat across the green. You know, he doesn't care. You know, and, but we are, we'll sit there and be embarrassed by it yeah. in front of our small group. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, how could you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, can't believe you're celebrating a good shot. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's amazing how when they get opened up and they start relaxing and they, and their expectations, isn't it amazing how it changes you? It's, it's fascinating. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, you know, that you and I have talked about this. Well, you were there. Right. I'm going to tell this story of the Chuck Hogan book story. Okay. Right. So I'm in your office, we're right. chatting oh, and yeah. this is, this was in your Rose, probably your Rose Creek office right. or yeah, probably was. Yeah. And we're chatting and you, you know, you've got this library of, of right. terrific golf books and so forth. And I'm like kind of rummaging through right, it. Right. And I'm like, Hey, what's this one? Right. You know? <laughs> and it's this, this old paperback. Right. I, right. I'm pretty sure it's out of print. I don't think you can get this anymore, but it's Chuck Hogan. Right. eBay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. eBay. Right. Yeah. eBay. Chuck Hogan rethinking golf, right. you know, it's sort of like tattered yep. Yep. and I'm like, Hey, can I have this? You're yep. like, Oh, whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know have fun, yeah. you know, whatever suits you, you know? So I take this book and I read this book and Chuck Hogan is yeah. a brilliant guy from sort of like the seventies, yeah. no relation to Ben Hogan. No. I don't think. No. Um, and, but he was, you know, he was talking about the mental game. Oh yeah. You know, in the, in the days, even, you know, Timothy Galway was right. talking about right. it in the seventies, but so he was kind of in that, in that space. Right. So I read this, this chapter in, in this, this one line and he says, Hey, um, if you want to build confidence in your mm-hmm. game, you just got to do two things. Number one, see the outcomes. I'm oh, sorry. Num- number one is celebrate and emotionalize the functional shot. Right. And that's what we're talking about. Right. And the second thing is see the results and outcomes of everything else as feedback, not failure. Right. So feedback and emotionalize the, the basically the good stuff. I mean, the good stuff. Exactly the, right. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, mm-hmm. the fist pump when, when you right. hit a functional shot, right. right. Cause it's the game of golf is really freaking hard. Right. 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 Most right. people can't hit a functional shot. Right. Most people, you know, I mean, most people that, you know, take the population of the United States. Oh, no. You know, yeah, yeah. most people 100%. cannot hit a functional shot. Hundred percent. Right. So if you hit a functional shot, you're doing what, like you know, point five percent of. If you're lucky, if it's probably less than that. Yeah, it's probably less than that. Right. So celebrate that. Right. Everything else, let it go. Right. So, um, so I go and um, I I'm working with Lynn Marriott, mm-hmm. um, and right. So she, Lynn, Lynn Marriott and her, you know, she, and her partner Pia Nielsen coached um, Annika Sorensen right. for her entire right. career. Right. And just, you know, they swim in these Catholic game waters all the time. Right. And so we're chatting and I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, this sounds like Chuck Hogan. She goes, 
I spent five years with Chuck Hogan, <laughs> right? So right. It, it's all of this stuff sort of came full circle, you know? And so um, it's just fun to talk about. That Chuck Hogan's who we studied in college. I mean, that's that's yeah. Timothy Galloway, Chuck Hogan. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we, we talk about this a lot, you know, um, have we, have we ever created anything new or do we just repackage it better? You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? No, yeah. No, yeah. No. But, but you bring it to the forefront, you know, and guys <laughs> right. will come into this thing and say, well, yeah, we're going to teach the mental game of the single plane. It's not, it's not the mental game. It's the mental game. You know, a single plane happens to be an easier method to swing and so on, but it's the mental game and yep. you can, you can get in your own way in conventional golf or you can get in your own way in single plane golf. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter, but I'm going to, I'm going to, for a few minutes here, I'm going to, I'm going to, for a few seconds here, actually, I'm going to bring up a story and Paul knows the story I'm going to bring up here, but this is one of the classic, the AAI school oh, stories. Okay. And um, it was actually a real telling story for me. It was pretty, it was pretty crazy. I'll never, I talk about this story a lot. In fact, I think I put in the forward of your book. But um, it's um, it was one of the first few AI schools we did. Um, probably now five, six, seven years ago. No, I know, it feels really. like a hundred years ago. We should say twenty. Yeah, exactly. Be, yeah, there you go. Cover yeah. <laughs> and the exercise was was the, was the first morning. I'll never forget this. And we went out to the putting green, and we I think we had twelve or thirteen students. And Paul had this was the exercise we were doing. Paul had some um, labels like you put uh, like you print off a computer. And, and he handed everybody a sheet of labels. I think there was a dozen labels in every one of these you know, yeah. sheets. And the left-hand side of the columns was positive words, like encouraging, positive, um, you know, nice to be around, whatever, positive words, okay? And on the right-hand side of the column was negative words, like discouraging, like, um, like negative, like, um, you know, don't want to be around them, like whatever, okay? Right, right. And Paul said this, Paul goes, here's what I want you guys to do. And he handed it, but I was, I, I was actively involved in You were playing. In this. Oh yeah, yeah, I was playing this. Jim yeah, can play. Heck yeah, I did. And you hand out sheet to everybody and you said, okay. So everybody looked at the left column. Everybody looked at it and was like, okay, go now take those stickers off and go stick it on somebody else around you. And nobody knew, we, nobody, they may have known me, but we'd been in the school for an hour. Okay. So right, nobody knew early, each other. Yeah. yeah. So they start going around like encouraging you go stick in somebody, you know, positive, stick in somebody else. Generous. Know? Generous. Yeah. Yeah. Sticking somebody else. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was sticking on. Yeah. All right. And then they came back and we said, okay, how was that? And, and you looked at everybody and they said, oh, great. And they said, okay, now look at the other column. Now go stick those on people. And it kind of freaked everybody out because it was like, oh, I got to go put negative words on people. And I remember I put it on people's backs. I remember, I remember this. I remember I'd stick it on their back. I wouldn't exactly. put it on the front. I didn't want well, to see. That's a safe move. Yeah. Was, <laughs> like I didn't want to put it in the front of them. Of I was course. like, stick it on their back. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I would literally put the back of their shoulders. Like, okay. Yeah. And, and then you, then we, and then we brought them in the classroom and you said, and you talked about this exercise and you said, talk about, we just said, Talk about it, and you said, "Why was it so easy to put positive words on people and so hard to negative?" And then you brought it into the category of, um, "Then why are you so negative to yourselves?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then why right. why will you be more negative to yourself versus positive? You would never do that to anybody else. It was a great conversation. It was phenomenal. But that's not the whole story. I'll never forget this because the next day we come in the classroom and when we had a lot more exercises that first day, we came in the classroom the next day, right? And I walked in the classroom, I got up in front of everybody and said, okay, let's have a little discussion about yesterday, no Q&A, blah, blah, blah. So how do you think yesterday went? And that one gentleman stood it up. Was, it was John. I don't remember. I remember his name was John. Okay. Well, I don't remember. Well, I'm, you remember his name more than yeah. I do. He stood up. I remember his face. Yeah. And he stood up and he goes, you know, that first exercise we did, I thought it was a complete waste of time. And all we did was litter because the labels are blowing off us. Yeah. So they kind of blew us. Right. And I remembered in three seconds this guy was going to be out of the classroom. I was going to tear this guy's head off. Yeah, he was going to be going his happy little butt down the hallway. He'd have been in his car heading out of there. I mean, I was coming unglued. I mean, yeah. you know me, my, my calm little temper. I mean, I would know this guy was gone. Okay. Yeah. And I remember looking at you like, I mean, I'll take a deep breath. And you looked at me and said, can I answer the question? And I was like, okay. And you stood up yeah. and I remembered you asked him, you said, you start asking questions and you just said, okay. Why did you think it was a waste of time? What did you not get out of it that you expected? Come to find out John had a bad back. He didn't like standing up that long. Mm -hmm. He was, he didn't know anything about anybody there. So he was embarrassed or he felt bad about the thing. Yeah. You had like a half hour to an hour conversation with this guy. And it was like, I was actually, it was emotional, but it was, it was like, holy crap. I mean, I was like, are you kidding me? It was the greatest learning experience in AI school I'd ever seen up to that point. It was crazy. And I was like, I remember how you just twisted that completely 180 of what I was going to say. <laughs> I was, I, he was done with me. Okay. I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. And I'm like, oh, my timing was good. Beyond good. And I mean, I actually learned a lot from it. And I remember, and, and, and then we actually excused the guys of the class to go to get, be out in the range of exercises. I remember looking at you and I mean, my job shows down to my knee 
And what'd you say to me? You remember what you said to me? I do. Go ahead. Say it. I said, when the student is ready, the master will appear. There you go. And I sat there. I'll never forget that. In fact, I've said that, that yeah, I've quoted you a billion times on that. Yeah. And it was crazy. Cause I remember thinking he wasn't ready to hear this. And especially, I mean, he, it's just, it's amazing the different personalities we get number one, but sure. he wasn't ready to hear it at the time. And he didn't see anything past my back's hurting me and I'm littering. You know, you want to talk a little, you want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, that I'll yeah. never forget that story. I mean, till the day I die, I'm not gonna forget that story. Yeah. And well, and it's, it's, um, it's certainly very common, right? Like we, we, um, we have this, you know, we have this experience mm-hmm. in our life that feels like it's all on the outside, right? We live in a, live in a physical world. Right. We, all of our experiences come at us from the outside, but we're, the way we really live life is between our ears, mm-hmm. right? It's where all our perception is. It's where we, all of our interpretations of what's going on, where all of it happens, right? Um, it's why I titled my book, The Most Important Game. Right. Right. It's because. That one right there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, we, we think about, you know, all the stuff out there mm-hmm. feels really important, right? right? But it's the stuff in here that's really important, right? right. And how we interpret things, right? And so, um, you know, in, in that moment, that person was wrapped up in right. what he needed. Right. He thought he needed, right? And he wasn't able to sort of take that leap and overcome struggle of the moment and realize that there was a message there right. that the exercise that he was doing on the green the previous day was about something much different. Right. It was about tapping into thoughts and the thought patterns that drive how we show up. Right. Right. And, and um, so yeah, that was, I think, you know, That's, no, it was, some it was, things it was amazing. About, I mean, yeah. It's amazing. That's when a student walks in the first, that school, when they walk out three days, you know, at the end of the third day, it's amazing the change, what you see in them or the way they're reacting to the way they're, they're responding. It is, it's yeah. amazing because we, you know, we always talk about reading somebody's personality and they walk in the room, you know, and, and the, by the time they walk out in, it's also amazing is we've had numerous students who have come to more than one AI school and how, right. and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they literally will come back to second and third and they'll say, I wasn't ready for the first. I didn't get, you know, I, we I, got that. Yeah. yeah we've yeah. gotten that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, wow. I mean, they, they walk away from it and they said I, they weren't open and whatever it was, but they were like, I wasn't ready yeah. for that first one. You know, now I am. Yeah. You know, one of the things that's interesting, I've been thinking about this is like, look, the, the people that sign up for the AI mm-hmm. schools and these are all super successful people. Oh, they've yeah. built, they've yeah. built businesses, yeah. they've built incredible lives and experiences, yep. Yep. right? The, these are, these are high achieving oh, people yeah. here. Oh yeah. I mean, we have, Physicians and oh, pilots, physicians, pilot. architects. Oh no, it's crazy. I mean, it, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So these are yeah. very, very accomplished right. people. Right. Um, and even at that level, they're experiencing breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd think, oh, well, no, that gosh, they've built this incredible life for right. themselves and their family right, and right. their business and their employees and all that. Right. What do they need? You right. know, but what they become to come what they begin to come to understand is that all of the concepts that we talk about or many of the concepts that we talk about in the AI school, the ones that aren't sort of specifically where you have to have a golf ball, right? Right, right. right. Many of these are fundamental self-management concepts, hundred percent, right? That allow anybody to move successfully through this moment and the next moment and the next moment, right. especially the one that has challenge in it. Right. And the next you know what I mean? And oh, 100%. So, that's that's what, so that's what that's I why I worked huge. with you personally. I mean, beyond that, because yeah. it wasn't about golf. It was about helping run my business or helping manage my, my why I don't kill my brother or whatever. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, no. You know, I was working with him too. Yeah, yeah, side, I know you were. That was a good thing. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> the, it's, but it's interesting. Well, no, that's my brother paid me or paid you. To he do did. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, you know, it's, it, no, oh, it, it, it's interesting because a lot of what we do in there, I mean, the guys talk about that. So a lot of things that they bring up in during the school and the question stuff is not about golf itself. It's about just life in general. What was the group that I, I presented to a group? I talked to a group and I was out in California. I forget this because I was out in California in Carmel and I was in the middle of a lesson. I took an hour lunch, lunch break. And I sat there with the, the ocean behind me on, oh, on a video yeah, conference yeah. call. What, right. what, what yeah, group yeah. was that? What, so, yeah, that's, that's, um, 
um, kind of the, that's the Navy SEAL group yeah. that, um, yeah. you know, I'm um, affiliated with. Um, not ever having been a Navy SEAL, if, uh, you know, that's well, not you, a surprise. You, you told but, me who was involved in this group. And I was like, <laughs> oh my Lord. I remember that. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. you talk about high achievers. Oh my gosh. Oh goodness. You know, this is, um, I think probably on the call, there were, I put half of them were, were uh, former Navy SEAL. Yeah. Um, there were uh, uh, NCAA uh, mm-hmm. basketball and football coaches. There were, I mean. Well, I remember uh, the one lady from Australia and, who trained the dogs. Who was that? It's funny. All these guys. Oh, are yeah, just, in, yeah. Inf- infamous people. And the one I remember the most is a lady from Australia who trains yeah. dogs. And what was, what did she do? I mean, she's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. She, she's, um, she works with elite level teams. Right. Who, um, and she works, um, in the, in the, um, uh, military special forces in Australia. Right. Space, yeah, right, right, right. Right. Um, mission critical uh-huh. military, um, special forces. Right. And the ones also the ones that are working with, you know, right. and you, and and you brought yeah. me in there and just as, as golf mental game, what, you know, we did with golf and so on. And right. it kind of rolled into when you're on the golf course, you got to be your own best caddy. You know, it kind of rolled into that. Like, you know, right. when you're on the golf course and 99% of the time you don't have a caddy with you. You know, you're out there playing, but you right. got to have that positive self-talk that positive. You can't, what would, in other words, if you had a caddy sitting next to you and you're hitting over this shot and it's in a big tournament on TV, what would that caddy t- say to you? You know what I'm saying? What would exactly. he say to you over that before you hit the shot? Oh, yep. you suck. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, of course. Or, good luck. Yeah. You ain't hitting this one good. Or here we go again. No, that's yeah. not what he's going to say. He's going to say, you know, you got it. Let's go. You know, you got this shot, you know, do let you, you know, whatever he'd say to you to keep you in that moment, right. to keep you right. positive. And then, and the other thing we talk about was how you're out there for four, four and a half hours and you're only hitting a minute and a half worth of shots. So what do you do in between all that? You know what I'm saying? And how you get out of it, get into it, get out of it, get into it, because that's what they talked about with the Navy SEALs. And, was, and, right. and they brought that a lot up. of downtime. And I never thought about that. They're like, you know, they said they'll go do, they'll, pr- they'll prepare for a certain op and they'll prepare for months to years for something. Right. And then they go do it. It may last just a few seconds, you know, or a minute or two. Yeah. And they say, how do you get up for that, for that one or two minutes that's lasting? I mean, I was just didn't even think about this. Well, obviously life and death situations, that's just some crazy things that we'll yeah, never even know about. Yeah, the are high there. You yeah. think? Yeah, you think. Yeah. <laughs> and they said that you did up and down time, you know what I'm saying? And they're saying the same yeah. thing, you know, and you can't, and you, how can you walk into that and be negative yourself or, or have a negative talk at that time? There's yeah, no way. So good. Yeah. You know, and it's the, way. it's the on off cycle, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, and so when I talked yeah. about that on the golf course, they just hooked right into that. Now they were just like, the, yeah, and they, and they were all talking about their little situations. I was like, okay, this is the coolest thing ever. You know, and she was talking about the dogs. Not yeah, forget that. She was. She yeah. was talking about when those dogs, That's she said it's the hardest thing for her is because they've got to bring the dogs down. And 99% of the time, the dogs are not doing anything. And then that 1% of the time, the dogs are high energy go. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. that whatever it is. And she's like, oh, um, we've got to, train these dogs to be on the peak performance for just a short amount of time. Yes. How do you inspect them with a the dog and how do you bring them down besides that? And you, um, that's so good. Yeah. That's such a great memory. I, I forgot, I forgot that, that Chinzy had gone into that. That was, she's terrific. Yeah. Um, she's a, um, uh, one of her specialties is in meditation, by the way. So she instructs, right. right and guides people on, on how to build a meditation practice. So she's just terrific in that space. This this on off toggle right. is so incredibly important. Right. Something that um, I know we've talked about in the AI schools, where it's like, um, yeah, um, you know, go- golf is um, mistaken a lot of times as a cognitive endeavor. Right. Like I got to be thinking about right. well, I'll get above the ball right. now. What right. am I going to do? And da, da, da. And so what we really try and do is help them understand that the thinking happens in a certain place, but yep. once you are stepping into shot now you're an athlete exactly you're no longer it's not about thinking it's about channeling your inner athlete right so that's one of the one of the big things that we well it's interesting when we bring up a session in the school we talk about golf's reactionary sport yeah i love that part you did on that freaks everybody out yeah because they think of reactionary sport as tennis you know ball coming at you or baseball someone pitching at you you know you got to react to something yeah and i say nope golf is more to me it's more of a reactionary sport than even those sports and they, they just sit there and then they get these big old eyes and they say, let's talk about what this means. You know, we, we have a big yeah. session on that in the school, you know, how, and if they play it like reaction in sport, how much better they'll play it, how much more they can get into the moment, you know, and how they can free their brain up. And that, and that's what we talk about because if right. they're constantly thinking technique in their brain, they can't get into the reaction sport mode and they'll no. never get to the level they want to. And we talk about that a lot. We do. Yeah. I mean, what we're trying to set up for them is this idea that, uh, 
call it playing golf for right. a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So we're playing, yep. we're playing golf, right? right? And um one of the keys to playing well is to stop the overthinking. Right. And so um I love when we do the the, the reactionary stuff and yeah. this is kind of one of your favorite right. you know, no doubt pieces of the right. of the school where you know if you bounce the ball to somebody, what are they gonna do? Well, they're gonna right. they're gonna react. Gonna they're, gonna, right. they're gonna, you know, right. catch it, right? Um can we bring some of that and right. you know and the lesson is the metaphor of course is we're not thinking about catching it. We're just catching it. Right. Right. So, you know, all of the preparation that um that we've done up until today, it's done. Right. Now we go play. Right. And that's that's the interesting part because the the guy will the guys will, or the guys will call, talk to me, they'll sit there and say, Well, what, what do you mean by that? I say, Well, think about it. You get over top of a golf shot. First of all, there's no two shots the same in the golf course. You're looking at what the wind's doing, where part where's the pin on the green, you know, mm. what where part where do you want to hit the shot? What spot, side of the pin do you want to yeah. hit it on? What's that flag doing? Is it blowing this direction, that direction? What's the model I look like? Right. You know what I'm saying? Is it wet? Is it dry? Is it sitting down? Is it sitting up? You know, do I want to hit the shot high? Do I want to hit the shot low? Do I want to put some spin on the shot or not? I mean, we we can talk about this forever. And I'm sitting there saying, yeah. I'm doing all this in my brain just a few seconds when I get over top of the shot. If you walk over that shot and say, is my grip good in the club? Am I hitting position one in the backswing? That all goes away. And yeah. you've literally lost playing the game, as you say, or reacting to the situation. You know, I'll never forget one time I was watching a show on a four-wheel in golf. And this is, I'm sure it was shot in the 60s or 70s. I mean, it was forever yeah. ago because it was Gene Sarenson playing against somebody. I hate and I remember this. and. I remember who was interviewing him, but Sarenson got over a shot with a wedge and he hit a shot. No, I, I take that back. It was Hogan versus Palmer and Sarenson was interviewing him. That's what it was. Oh, Sarenson okay. was interviewing him. Okay. Cause he was a little older guy in there and Hogan or um, Palmer hit the shot and he hit a really close hole and right. And he was walking up to the green and Sarenson grabs the mic, you know, it's old footage. And he goes, well, describe that shot you just hit. And Palmer said, okay. He goes, well, when I took the club back, I felt the gust of wind come across my shoulder. So I pushed it a little bit harder and a little bit more to the right to make up for that. Jeez. And I'm like, what? I mean, no, I was literally like, you're kidding yeah. me. And I'm like, Palmer was an athlete, man. You no, know, but think about Seriously. being in that moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, what he felt in his backswing, yeah. you know, and, and made a slight correction in his downswing. You, you follow me? Yeah. Right, right. That's playing reactionary golf to the mm-hmm. umpteenth degree. Okay. I mean, 99.9% of us never get that level, but the point is, right. is that he wasn't thinking about, am I hitting position two in the backswing? Am I, is my face square at setup? But you know, whatever it is, he's, yeah. he's what? He's trusting what he's got and reacting to what's going on. I'll never forget that. Yeah, huge. And that's what we try to promote in the AI school. I mean, that's what we, we promote, be able to find that in the golf course. I mean. We do, yeah. Yeah, and, and we, you know, because we get them out on the course right. in that playing environment, we're, we're every, you know, Every group that we go out mm-hmm. with is with a with an instructor, right. and a, you know, a facilitator, right? right? And our job as facilitators is to help them tune into these things right. and practice these things, right. you know, so that you know when they leave, they've right. got a new set of tools and they can they can do it back at their home course or right. or what have you. But um, yeah, I think those those are powerful powerful takeaways. I'll never, and then I'll, the last thing I'll talk about here is that we, we did that one school legacy. And um, we did another AAI school legacy. We did another mental game school legacy. And yeah. We took we've them probably on the, done a couple there. Oh, we've right? done a few. Yeah. Yeah. They have a good, they have a great oh, facility for it. Yeah. And we're on the, we're, we played, we went yeah. out that one morning. We get in the golf course quite a bit. We try to get on there at least every day or part of every day. Or if yeah. we can't get in the golf course, we're, we're simulating it in our practice yeah, for, for sure. Area. But we got on the golf course the last day. And we had, in this school, we had beginner golfers. We had pretty good golfers and we had everything probably from, you know, low single digit handicap to probably thirties and forties. You know, I remember we got on, we got, we played a few holes rather for a couple hours and then we all met in the 18th hole. Yeah, I'm sure you remember this. I do. Yeah. And we had everybody get on the 18th hole and we just gathered up on the tee and we're going to, we're going to hit one more shot for the day. And then we're going to go have some lunch and work the afternoon. And we got on the tee. Remember that? Remember we did, we got on the tee and I remember you saying this and you got up there and you said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get in the tee. And all you're going to think is a great picture. And it was, first of all, it was a beautiful morning. Now it was, it could not have been a prettier morning. Yeah. And you said, like get there. right. Nice spot. Right. And now everyone, well, there's 12 people sitting on the tee box. And I remember you looked at everybody and you said, everybody here is rooting for you, not rooting against you. They're rooting for you. If you think these guys are rooting against you, you're fooling yourself. You're making that up. Everybody's rooting here for you. And no matter what happens, 
They're going to clap. They're going to cheer. They're going to, they're going to say good shot. They don't care. Right. They're, yeah. they're going to clap. You could dead top it off the tee box. You could block it straight, right? Pull it straight left. Doesn't matter. They're going to be rooting for you. Okay. Everybody mm-hmm. here's rooting for you. We're one big team having fun. Right. You said that. And then the third thing you got up there. So they, so you said you painted a pretty picture for them of the morning. Yeah. You got up over it. And then the third thing you said, is you said, just look at the pretty green grass in the middle of the fairway and do your best. 12 people pured it off that tee box. I'll never forget that. Pured it. I yeah. was actually in awe because when I'm playing in pro-ams, you don't ever see that. You remember this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just boom, yeah. boom, every down the middle. And everybody turned around just in shock. Just like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. I remember this. And yeah. well, obviously we went and had lunch and discussed that. And it was like, you just let the moment go. You let them just yeah. ease up. Nobody, it, there was no stress. Just have some fun. See what happens. It was crazy. I remember for that. You remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I didn't, I, you know, what I love about the AI school is, mm-hmm. well, we, you know, we try and put some things on the table for them to consider that they, you know, some, well, I guess on some level you could say surprisingly they've never had the opportunity right. to really consider it before, right. you know, or experience it. Right. Right. Um, I, I always like to say that people don't need more information. They need more insights. Right. 100%. So what we're trying to do is create experiences so that insights emerge for them. Right. And when insights emerge, like an insight is something you never forget. Right. It's like, you know, when someone tells you the joke and you get the joke, you get it. Right. Right. <laughs> an insight is the same thing. Right. And when they have an insight for their game, they never, ever forget that. Right. So for the people that experience that on the tee, they never forget this idea that, hey, um, you know, a, whatever happens, I can deal with, right? Right. right. And B, mm, people probably don't care as much as I think it's, they care. And, you know, it's it's the old first tee adage, and we talk about this all the time. Right. Guy gets in the first tee or a or lady gets in the first tee, and they're so freaking nervous, and they're just antsy. Because yeah. there's a starter there. There's maybe another group watching them. Yeah. You know, there's their group with them, and they just get so bent out of shape. And it's always like, you know, the first tee is the most nervous part of the golf school. I hate the first tee. And then we explain yeah. to them, number one, Nobody cares. Number one, anybody in that tee, they're nervous for themselves, not for you. They yeah. could care less. Number two, that Marshall just wants you to go. In fact, if you rip one 300 yards down the middle, he's ecstatic because it doesn't, it's two or three shots less than you having to hit him. In the race. He, <laughs> yeah, he just wants yeah. you to go. He doesn't yeah. care. He yeah, just wants exactly. you out of there. And he's watches, he won't remember you from Adam in five minutes from now. No. You follow me here? No. So everything that's occurring to you on that first tee is self-imposed. Is, is put on you 100%. Much less if you have a partner who wants you to hit it good, and that's even better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it is, it's, it's Absolutely. all self-induced. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, we're, you, you know, people, one of the things we talk about at the AI school mm-hmm. is you are not your golf score. Right. Right. You are so much more than that. 100%. Now, if you, hey, I want a low golf score. Right. And I'm working toward it. Right. You know, it right. doesn't define me. Right. And that tee shot that I'm going to hit today doesn't define me either. Right. I can deal with whatever happens. I can deal with wherever that ball goes. And I've made that decision. And so the irony, sort of the paradox, is that that's what allows me to be calm on the tee. Okay, so before you came with us, it was about 10 years before you came with us. Um, we this is about, was this about 50 years ago? Yeah, about, about 150 We're trying to do years the ago. years here. Yeah, here yeah. we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> we used to have Mo come out at schools. Um, in 2000, 2001, this is before Mo had his heart issues and so on. But yeah. when we were working with natural golf and when we first started schools, we'd go pick up Mo to come out to schools. That's cool. And typically what he'd do is he'd do a demo for us. Like he'd come out to the school and everyone freak out that Mo was there. And then he'd just do a ball striking demo. But a lot of times we'd get him out there, like <clears throat> I'd be working with them. Todd wouldn't pick them up and he'd bring them out and Mo would just kind of walk the range real quick. Kind of walk me and everybody. And everybody turned around like, oh my God, the, you know, the, the yeah. godfather's here. You yes, know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Of course. But, the master Mo would only every time people would look at Mo and ask him, "What do I need to do?" You know what he said every single time. That your way. He'd say every time. He'd say they expect you. Oh, you're taking the club outside, or you're flipping the club at impact, or your group. He go get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Get out of your way. Yeah. He'd always say this. He'd say if they just get out of their own way, they would not. They would be shocked how easy this game really is, yeah. and how hard they've actually made this game. He'd say this again and again and again and again. I mean, how, yeah. how true is that? I mean, it's, it's, 100%. yeah. And so it's, it's really interesting. interesting. Yeah. And so to me in the AI school, if there's one fundamental thing we're trying to do is we're trying to help the student get out of their own way. You agree with that? Big time. <laughs> so that's what yeah. we're trying to do. So the, the legacy of Mo Norman's our AI school, that's what we call it the Lord Attitude of Indifference. I mean, if people don't know where that came from, it came from Mo saying, 
how do you play the game of golf? And he said, I play it with an alert attitude of indifference. Exactly right. So, and we get into that dramatically in the school. So, so yeah. give people a little, well, before we end this thing, give them a little bit of a, because the only time you, when you come to our alumni camp service often, I'm in yep. a little bit of there, but you know, the one that you got to get to is the AI school, give a little, little prop of our AI school. Why if somebody's listening, they should come to our AI school. Why, why should they? Cause they're always yeah. thinking, I got to go work in my swing. I got to come to that three oh. or five day school. Why, why come to AI? Yeah. If, if you really want to create some insights, like profound insights that will change, not only how you think about your game, your practice yeah. on the course and so right. forth, but also how you think about, other domains. Oh yeah. Right. Cause you know, the, look, we're, we, it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to call this, you know, the alert attitude of indifference life <laughs> improvement, <laughs> but, but, it know, but it is, know, but in, yeah. in a way it is. Right. It is. And so, cause all of these, all of these fundamentals are, you know, work across multiple, right. multiple domains. So that's a really cool thing. Um, and I think the, the, the insights that come from this, you know, you, you get a ton of really practical tools that you can take back to your practice and back to how you show up on the game so that you can be at your best when it means the most. Like no matter what is happening right. on the course, you can you can be at your best. And when and when that's the case, you know, you know, you have a much better chance of of shooting the scores that you are capable of. Yeah, I love that. I so, love that kind of a fun piece. And I think, you know, I love what you brought up there. And that was the biggest thing for me is, and I think most students don't quite realize that is when they think the mental game, they're thinking on the course, but let's just be honest. It's probably, it's a lot more to do with how to practice, you know, and getting the mm-hmm. most out of your practice sessions. And really? so, you know, cause we, nobody puts in five, six, seven hours of practice a day. They're putting, you know, a few minutes a day or wherever, every couple of days where they right. can do this helps you get the most out of those. So you're getting out of your own way during practice too. And we talk about that a lot in this school. And that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's no question that people get, they get mentally blocked getting to that next level of golf they want to get. There's no question. Yeah. And we see that. And it's funny how you can read that with somebody so fast, you know, the, they walk in the room and you just, just from a few minute conversation, you can kind of read it, you know, how hard they are on themselves or do I really have a chance or am I, you think this is going to help me? You know what I'm saying? You, you how, many, how many times mm-hmm. we hear that? Do you really think this is going to help me? You know, well, I mean, everything <laughs> come on out yeah exactly Ste- you know come, the water's warm exactly. come on in man exactly. you know it's it's exactly. a, it's a great exploration for people who who want to take that exploration right. not everyone does and that's fine right and that's fine right but for those that do and those yeah. are interested come on we'll we'll take on a really cool little exploration yeah. and <clears throat> it'll it'll change your it, Look, it'll change your life. I will absolutely say no, well, there's, it will there's, change your there's life. There's no doubt. And, and it's so much so that we actually turned it from a two-day to three-day school because we had a two-day <clears> school and guys <throat> were like, right. okay, I, I got to get more. I want more. I want more. I want more. Yeah. So we turned it to a three-day school. So, yeah. So, well, cool. So anything else you want to throw out there these the people at home sitting and listening to this? Because we're promoting this, this AAI schools and we do a couple a year and, yeah. and we do. I mean, I, we'd like to do more and we're always fighting your schedule and our schedule to put them together. But I mean, I, sure. I, I try to get them out there and see if we can. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, to, I love this, this, you know, this saying of Mo's, you know, I play with an alert attitude of indifference. Right. And, you know, if we can bring just a little bit of indifference, that just means, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't mean we change our standards. It doesn't mean we don't have goals about where we want to take our game, but it means in the moment, mm-hmm. can you care a little bit less right. so that mm-hmm. you're able to show up and hit the most important shot, right. which is... The next shot. Right. Right. hundred percent. That's really right. what we're trying to do. You know, I they, think that's what you'll get out of it. Okay. So give them, give them your story. Um, we'll end it this way. The story on the 17 T at Eagle Creek. So on the par three. So you're going to give that story. You want to give it to him? It's in the book. Yeah. Yes. It's in the book. <laughs> is it really in the book? It is. Yeah. Okay. We'll get, well, we'll, we'll I should know the name of the chapter, yeah. but it's, <laughs> it's, in, it's in the book. So we're okay. Book. Okay. But tell, tell, I will tell the story. Okay, I'll tell yeah. the story. We'll end it this way. Okay. Cause it's a classic Paul story. I love this. Okay. It's a classic first person. Yeah. You know, yeah. how Paul learned to, yeah. oh, I think it's a big, a great lesson or okay. yeah, a great lesson. Chapter 31. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So, you know, at Eagle Creek, mm-hmm. I'm with, I'm with, I'm playing with Chris Anderson mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, Chandler Rusk and it's Trent White mm-hmm. and it's Chris Anderson. Three good players. Yep. Real good players. Yeah. And we're playing the back nine right. at Eagle Creek. Mm-hmm. We got a, some time, some afternoon, right. you know, we're there for a week. So we go out and we play and I'm, 
I'm kind of slapping her out okay. Okay. To, to be, um, well, to be charitable. Honestly, you're probably playing decent, but you got a couple of really good players in the group. So you're probably doing really good players, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay. And, um, so I'm not hitting any greens. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm coming up short, okay. you know, you know, so we get, so after, you know, um, played, you played seven holes of this, you know, seven holes of this, whatever it was, <clears throat> you know, so we get up to 17 at, mm-hmm. at Eagle Creek, 188 yards over water. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of railroad tie green, beautiful hole. Yeah. It's yeah. a great hole. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's a terrific hole. Yeah, so yeah. we're playing, and we're playing the back, you mm-hmm. know, the back tees. Um, and so, um, you know, of course, you know, mm-hmm. because like three years earlier, mm-hmm. I had pured <laughs> a six iron yeah. and hit it 186 yards, <laughs> right, right. you know, to the center right. of a green. Right. That becomes my new standard right. for my, for, right. you know, for that yardage. Right. And so I roll up there with my six iron and, you know, Trenton Chandler. <laughs> yeah. Now, Chris wasn't so much a part of this, yeah. but these guys were like, you do it. What are you doing? What is your problem? You know? And I'm like, <laughs> reality check, boy. Oh, uh, reality check, I more <laughs> club here? So I think I go and I get like a four, I get a four iron. Uh-huh. And, you know, thank God I did. Cause I hit that thin. What a, what a surprise. <laughs> <Right>. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. And, uh, you know, I just, I just make it over the, the edge uh, of the water, the edge of the water. Yeah. And I'm like, now I'm, I, I can ship from there. Right, you know, right, I'm right, safe, right. but, um, I'm still, you know, right. 60 paces from the pin or whatever. And, um, so, so afterward we're, we're having dinner and, and Trent sitting next right. to me and, you know, just get Trent's the nicest guy, oh, you yeah. know, right. Yeah. You know, but he was like some, he said something like, um, when were you going to realize that you had, <laughs> had, you had not hit a single <laughs> shot all day? Oh, you had a shot in the what were you thinking? You know, maybe we get done. I know. <laughs> maybe, right. Maybe when you think back to the round. And I was like, and yeah. it was so, and it was like so humbling. It was like one of those moments where I was like, uh, I'm supposed to be the mental game guy right. <laughs> where, you know, awareness is my thing, right. you know? Oh no, I got awareness, you know? Oh, sorry. At least not yeah. that day, yeah. you know? And so it was both, um, it was humbling for me, of course, you know, but it was an, it was an amazing lesson, mm-hmm. you know, um, of, you know, what it looks like and feels like, and, you know, really when I'm not being aware and alert, on the course to, to what's happening that day. Look, right. I'm not gonna, look, we're not going to bring our best game, uh, uh, best selves and our best game to the course. Every time we play, right. it's, we've all experienced that. It just doesn't happen that way. And, and, and that day I was hitting it kind of thin and, um, I just wasn't, you know, tuned in enough, you know, right. to make the adjustments, you know, and, uh, so that was a great lesson for me. So, right. yeah. I'll never, I'll never and, Tim, and you love that. You're like, oh, God, oh yeah. my gosh, you are. No, I was, well, it's funny because so you bring up Chris Anderson. I mean, I, what, I was sitting there at dinner with Chris one night at the alumni camp. Yeah. And Chris is sitting next to, I think it was Charlie. Him and Sid were sitting together. And um, Chris looked at me and they were sitting there, you know, having a little conversation between us three. And Chris looks at me and he goes, um, what do you think about to get over a chip? And so I, wait, he said, so what? what do you think about to get over a chip? Oh, what are you okay? thinking about when and, you get over a chip? And so I sat there and I go, and he, I go, what do you mean? He goes like, when you set the club down behind a chip, what do you think about? And I said, well, well I mean, when I set the club down, I've already determined the lie of the ball. I've already determined if it, there's a little bit wet or a little bit damp. I said, I determined like, I figured out if there's a little bit into the breeze or not. I'm seeing how hard I want to hit this. I want to see if I want to be aggressive with it or not. I'm thinking about if my, you know, I, I went through this like maybe like 30 second deal. And then I said, and I hit the shot. And, and then Chris goes, how long is it taking? I said about two and a half seconds. And, and Charlie yeah. looked at Chris and goes, good luck getting into that zone. <laughs> so we started laughing. Yeah. And I look up and I'm like, okay. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. And they, they, started, they just started cracking up. That's and it was funny. like, it was really funny. I looked up, I was like, and, and then Charlie looked at Chris and goes, that's called mastery. <laughs> I'll never forget that. But, but the point. He's been doing that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But the point was, is that when I described this, it was like in the moment and how quick this occurs and how it's just natural. It's almost a reaction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, and it is it, now, by the way, 100%. it wasn't when, oh, you know, when heck you, right. No. I mean, heck no, but now it, it took is a while. You know, no. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And, and so on, but in literally in, but it was funny that I just watched Chris's eyes and Chris is a younger guy, a good player. And I just got huge. And I was like, Chris, I don't expect you to think that when you go over a shot, but believe it or not, you probably do react to this a lot right. more than you think. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, and then also, and I thought exactly went back to got to get on your own way. Because the second I get up there and think one thought of is my face square. 
is my hands on this club good? It's done. It's over. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then it's then beyond that is the trust factor. You know, we talk a lot about that in our AI yeah. schools is the trust factor. Trusting know, you have what you have right now is good enough to play this game and let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, that's so good. I, you know, and I would say to anybody that's thinking about this too, and then we're going to wrap this up yeah. pretty soon here, but maybe one thought is that if you come to an AI school, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to really consider that we're going to ask you to drop a lot of your stories mm-hmm. about how you think you should play. Right. And how you should approach the game. We're going to really, really challenge some paradigms. Yeah. Because sometimes what we'll see is we'll see people show up and they're like, oh, I hear what you guys are saying. Right, this right. is how I do this. Right. I'm this kind of guy. Right. And look, hey, you know what? Be you. Do you. I, I right. get that. Um, but when you come and spend time with Tim Graves, who has probably hit a billion golf balls <laughs> or whatever it is, you've, yeah. you know, yeah. um, I'm going to suggest that he might have something that could lead to an insight for mm-hmm. you. And so be open to that. Right. Right. You know, and look, I swim in these waters. This is, I am a full time all the time. Right. I earn a living. I feed my family, whatever you want right, to say. Right, 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 right. Thinking about writing about speaking about talking about this stuff. Right. And, um, it might sound crazy to you at first, but and we, we, I want you to be open to considering it. Right. So that would be sort of my last well, thing about, I would say about it. And the other thing is though, is that you don't just, as you just said there, you don't just work with golf. I mean, you work with musicians. I mean, you, a lot of people that are high functioning, <laughs> very talented. I mean, what you want to say? I mean, yeah. you know, individuals. And so it's not just the golf aspect. It's a lot more than this, isn't it? hundred percent. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think hopefully people in the court, yeah. Corporate leaders, yeah. um, people in professional baseball, right. um, right. Uh, all, musicians all deal with the same thing. <laughs> they really do. You got to get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. <laughs> yeah. I'm working so. with a, um, worked recently with a, um, a really well-known racing team really? in the indie series. Oh, really? Very so, cool. um, that's kind of interesting. So it's, yeah. The cool thing is all of these fundamentals are they all applicable. They, 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 they work in all of these domains. Holy crap. That'd be unbelievable. Talk about Navy seals and in a, in like a pit stop. You sit there for however long for, and then for like 10 seconds, you are on cue. <clears throat> Holy crap. Right. You just drop a lug nut. You are screwed. I know. <laughs> I know. We were, yeah, I was actually, that's funny. Well, and it's, but it's all about systems too. Right. right. Because we working with this group and, um, the, the pit crew was doing mm-hmm. a practice, right? Okay. And one of the veterans dropped a lug nut. Oh, really? So I wasn't making this up. No, this swear to God, this okay. happened, right? Uh-huh. So, um, and well, so how did he survive right now? He's, he was uh right rear tire. Okay. Okay. So if you, if you know anything about this, right, it's, everyone's got a, everyone's okay. got a tire. Everyone's got a job. There's right. six or eight or whatever the number is, right? He's right rear tire. And now, so he's got to travel across. Um, right. On the outside of the car. Yeah. On the outside. So he's <clears throat> yeah. got a little bit, you know, right. but you've got seven seconds for a pit stop okay. in the IndyCar, something like that. So my 10 seconds, you're just, you're toast. You, you better not go to 10. <laughs> let's not, let's not do that. Okay. That wouldn't be good. Okay. That wouldn't be a good business decision <laughs> yeah, exactly. as one of my friends says. Um, so, so they're doing this practice, right? And it's live practice, live okay. car. Car comes in, boom, uh-huh. stop, whoop, you know? Right. And and um, he gets in his position, drops his lug nut, right? But he had a system in place. He had another one. Okay. And w- there's two things. One is he raises his hand to let everyone know that there's a lug nut over there. And okay. everyone sees that, right? Okay. But he, because he only has one thing to do over here, he's got just enough time. If he's prepared- to, to create, take that lug nut and right. put it in place and, you know, get it on the, right. you know, and he does and, and they still are within time. But um, yeah, it's just, my point is that um, the systems that we build and, and have for ourselves right. can help us through these product, th- these moments, even when it looks like the stuff's about to hit the fan. Right. Right. Which and that golf. happens very, oh. yeah, that happens very yeah. fast. Or so in golf, it happens sort of slower. Right. And we get to, and right. the problem is, is that we get to think mm. about it. We right. get to think about right. it. We, right. That's very, very cool. Yeah. Anyway. 
Well, I'm going to promote everybody to come if they can get in on the role and come to an AAI school. I mean, we, um, there's not, we don't bring a lot into the school because we like to keep it pretty personal. <clears throat> we don't put 30 people in the school. No, no, no. That wasn't right. Yeah. Did we have <laughs> yeah. 15? I think we recently? had one time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we try to keep it's it pretty personal. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, I want to thank you for being part of this day and I'm, I'm, we'll get another one going through real quick. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Tim.